Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan, Jordan Morris. Uh, oh no, what's uh, wrong, buddy? Uh, uh, okay, all right. Podcast, podcast. We're doing it. Doing no, a podcast. Buddy, 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 buddy. We've been friends a long time. I, I, I need to check in here and see what's going on with you, bud. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. We are, this is our first show back after being in the UK. London, England. For the London Podcast Festival. I am still in that thing where you're trapped between two time zones. Okay, so what time zones are you trapped between? Let's start there. Uh, a, 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 a terrible one and a fucking awful one. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't sleep. My, I'm, my body won't let me sleep at any time. All the times are wrong, according to my body. No time is the time for sleep. I'm exhausted. 3 a.m. seems like noon and metal makes me horny. Okay, so the with the last part mm-hmm. is the part. Do you mean metal music or metal the material? Oh, oh, the material. Sorry, like pennies and spoons. Okay, so yeah. you're. I like metal. I like metal. Like I, you know, I have some mastodon on my running playlist, but you know, right? I, can I? So I, I'm just. It, I'm going to practice reflective listening yeah. here, if you don't mind. So what sure. I hear you saying is that we went on a trip to Europe, to the Mm -hmm. United Kingdom specifically, not continental Europe, although you went to continental Europe. Uh, But we went on a trip to the United Kingdom. Of course, eight-hour time difference from here in Los Angeles. You're, as they say, betwixt and between. Mm -hmm. You're waking up at three o'clock in the morning and you're horny for I'm kind of on a temporal taint. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) got it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> taint Los Angeles and Taint London. No, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want to neglect the area that I'm in right now. Right. But so, Jordan, here's my question. Portal Taint, big plot point in the next season of Loki coming soon to Disney+. Plus. Yes. Can I ask you a question. I can't help but notice that you mentioned that you're horny for spoons. Mm-hmm. Well, correct? just all metals. Okay. So what is the connection between that and... Uh, being sleepy. Well, it's just that, that thing, you know, we can all relate to this thing that I'm going through, right? You, you did it too, Jesse. You, so I came you know, home from, from, I'm kind of racking my brain here. Cause I can't, I came home a few days earlier than you okay. did. Um, what I remember is I took a nap on the plane mm-hmm. and you know, it's one of those things, five o'clock plane gets into LA at seven 30 because of the yeah. time difference, sure. even though it's like a 10 hour flight. And so I took a nap on the plane and then I stayed up. I got on that bus to Union Station, went home, collapsed in a heap at 8.30 at night, slept all the way until 7.30 or 8 the next morning. And I was pretty much okay, but I was really? a little sleepy. Oh my God, geez, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. And I'm blown away. You're a pro. I remember being horny for my wife mm-hmm. because we hadn't yeah, kissed Yeah, the her. robot woman. <laughs> We hadn't kissed or or anything like that in some time Mm because I'd been abroad. I don't remember anything about spoons or pennies, though. But I mean, no, you were horny for your wife, Rosie the robot from no, my wife, no, my wife Teresa from high school. 
Oh God! Yeah, this uh, yeah again. I I haven't I haven't had much sleep, so I you were in, in my wedding. mind. I retconned your life to include getting married to Rosie the robot, the maid from the Jetsons. Should we check in with our guest about this? Yeah, sure. Everybody, okay. welcome, uh, Judy Jetson. <laughs> no, it's not any of the Jetsons, Jordan. So our guest on the program oh, is Mr. Spacely. <laughs> one of the. It happens to be Bam Bam Jordan. Oh, <laughs> I said no Jetsons. Uh, our guest on the program is, of course, someone the who's host met of, the Jetsons. It could be somebody who has met the Jetsons. Yes, or she is uh, the author of Tropical Attire Encouraged, uh, and the host of Allison Rosen is your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hi, Allison. Hello. It's actually sorry to be this person. Tropical it's Tropical Attire, attire Encouraged and other phrases that scare me. Okay. Just so people know, I'm not like, woo, the beach or anything. Although, Jordan, yes. on the beach, you can use a metal detector if you choose to like pursue that kind of lifestyle. Right. And then you'd have a crazy erection all the time. Oh, man, I would love that. <laughs> As would everyone at the <laughs> beach, I'm sure. Dream? Yeah. Jordan, you know, I think a lot of people have been talking about you as a sort of like mountain zaddy. Mm-hmm. But- mm. You could be a sexy beach bum for sure. Yeah, easy peasy, sure. lemon squeezy. Yeah, you, that already, definitely- you have the hair for it, mm-hmm. even though you claim you don't do frost and tip. I don't. This it is tis tis chlorine from the public pool. So I know I never heard, but I just don't know that I believe it. Right. <laughs> I don't want to come out swinging. I'm just right. saying. No, I your hair. Not. It's only light on the tips, as if from like a box of Clairol. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't know. How, I don't know how I can prove this. Well, let's get your It's a monkey on my back. Let's um, get your hairdresser Lance Bass on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <She'll clear> this. <laughs> Lance and I are just friends. He's not Justin, my hair consultant. Justin Timberlake. Let's call, let's call him and see what <laughs> yeah, he has. Two thousand one. Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, he did help me get this denim tuxedo, but he did not touch my hair. Allison, you probably yes. have done intercontinental traveling. How does it agree with you? And what do you become horny for? Excuse me. Oh, for gosh. what do you become horny? <laughs> um, thank you for correct. You are in the presence of a lady who has done intercontinental traveling. Um, I beca- I remember becoming horny. It's been some time now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I became horny for Diet Seven Up mm-hmm. because I couldn't find it abroad, and mm-hmm. I really missed it this last time i went uh my husband and i made the mistake of wait how long were you guys gone how long were you guys there how long did you not kiss your robotic wife i was gone about a week (laughs) okay again my wife is flesh and bone just like the rest of us uh met her in high school yeah you've you've been you've been claiming that but you've met my wife she's been a guest on your show well let's find out jordan are you attracted to jesse's wife uh, in the, in the current state that I'm in. Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I would never get between. I know. You Jordan's know. not here to break up my marriage. No, but. listen, I may be some sort of mountain zaddy, but I'm not a, I'm not a, not a home wrecker. Yeah. Right. My, my wife likes speech zaddies anyway. Sure. <laughs> I like hear. Me. <laughs> right. See, that's a classic. <laughs> classic a classic McConaughey beach, type. <laughs> playing the playing the bongos. I'm just suggesting the, bonfire. Yes. the litmus test right. for whether Jesse's wife 
is flesh and blood, a right. woman he met in high school, or some kind of robot, <laughs> is whether or not you feel sexually uh-huh. attracted to her. This is, I mean, so this is I think you have perfect. the answer. We have a natural divining rod yeah, <laughs> to prove whether or right. not Jesse's wife it's is a your robot. Rod. Jordan, are you a robot dowser? I mean, I, I guess I, I guess so. Like, yeah. I, I never considered it, but yeah. So I guess um, we'll, I'd here's hire the you thing. to come to my farm and find robots. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeehaw! We hit robots. <laughs> um, it's possible that the show is more incoherent. <laughs> I, I was kind of entertaining the idea that maybe, that maybe like. Because the show is normally nonsense, the fact that I am insane and out of my mind might kind of double back on itself and the show would like just be really insightful. Like, yeah, they really figured out Ukraine on the Jordan Jesse Go this week. I think that's possible. Yeah, we may. Uh, but back I to mean, the, I think. Uh, right. We've only just started. And I do have a list of a few things to bring up. <laughs> Thank you. Like and Ukraine. Allison Rosen, former uh, New York's funniest reporter, uh, always, always ready with a list, always ready with notes. There's Why never not Rosen. notes with Allison Rosen. I mean, and I don't have Ukraine on the list. By the way, I think I'm st- like, like president. I think, I don't know that I'm former, New York's former funniest reporter. I feel like I can take that with me. Oh, okay. Like right. one time. By the way, it's it sounds good. I, I think I probably said this last time, but I always have to point it out. It sounds good till you're like, oh, she was competing with other reporters. Like they're not <laughs> known to be that funny. Anyway, uh, let's just, this is not can, even on my list. This can is I just, suggest yeah. Allison, New York's funniest reporter in exile? Yes, that works. I know since I'm, I'm no longer there yeah. uh, to carry the mantle. This is just human to human. Jordan. Yes. When did you get back? Uh, I got back, uh, like, I think I, I got back two days ago. So Friday night and was like in bed at 1 AM mm-hmm. on Saturday morning and then woke up two hours later. Okay. So you just haven't been able to sleep. I've not been able to sleep. Are you pumped up because you finally got to live your dream of visiting a monarchy? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, you know, England was lovely, but, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think I'm I don't, I don't think it has any reason. I think the the location was irrelevant. Um, eh, they don't have those bear hat guys in Los Angeles. You know those bear true. hat guys with the red jackets. That's true. The, They're the not allowed eaters? to move until they pass out. Um, back to the subject of Jesse's robot wife. Um, mm. I do. I do want to test this theory, but I don't want to ruin a marriage in the process. Is there and a friendship and a friendship? Sure. And, um, you know, a podcast that will surely someday solve this whole thing in Ukraine tonight. Um, tonight it will. Today tonight it will. will. Um, are there any other like robots that we're curious about? Are there any other like lady robots oh, I could try this on? Yes. Okay. Mm. So Superman three. Uh huh. That oh, I the forget. one with Richard Pryor. Yes. Four. Is it, is it four? I always think it's, is it Annie Ross, I believe, played the woman who became like a robot near the end and it yeah. scared the shit out of me. Oh that yeah, movie that is scary. Sca- I remember I was like eight years old. I remember, I think like getting up the next day, I had just learned to ride a bike. I think I was a little <laughs> late to learn to ride a bike, 
but I was going to go outside and ride my bike. And I just felt so creeped out. Like, what if computer chips try to attach to my face? What if yeah. this crazy lady tries to harm me yeah. in the garage? You know, these things happen. Um, okay, so I'll... So how do you feel about her? Uh, just remembering it, I'm feeling pretty cranked up. I'll be honest. Let me ask you this, Jordan. Think about the... Think about... A uh, micro machines commercial. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm. Are you horny for the micro machines guy or are you horny for the micro machines? You know, I think it's the mm. machines. I admire his fast talking, but it's not yeah. like, you know. Yeah. I mean, usually that's a, it, it's a pretty easy test because anybody who's attracted to people is going to be attracted to the micro machines guy because well, of how yeah. fast he can talk. Sure. <laughs> what else can you do with that mouth, buddy? <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> the world's fastest talking man. Mm-hmm. That was his career. Fast talking. Yeah, I, he's one of those. I mean, we 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 talk often on this show about being confused as a kid as to what celebrity did what. Mr. Right. T being the greatest example. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Micro Machines guy also did other things other than endorse Micro Machines. But I couldn't tell you what they were or where he came from or how he got the job. But do you he did think, talk fast. Do you think the micro machines guy was an actor portraying the fastest talking man in the mm. world? Or do you think the micro machines people, you think it's like, so like, is it like, or is it like air bud? Mm. Like air bud, a T a movie producer saw a dog play basketball, said this is a movie and made air bud. So do you think that's what happened? Do you think that somebody saw this guy talking fast who represented the Micro Machines account? And he's like, of course, uh, Micro Machines, they're tiny cars. We'll get a fast talker. Or do you think they were hanging out in the boardroom looking at Micro Machines and they said, we'll get a virtuosic actor to portray a fast talking man? Great. Yeah, I, my, my sense of it was that this guy was hot at the time. Uh, when, you know, I mean, when, he's when, probably when's, still hot. When's, when's peak micro machine? 91, 90, 91. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, these are yeah. tiny cars from, from toy stores. Sure. Yes. Um, if you thought hot wheels were too big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My sense was that this guy was like in the zeitgeist and we're like, and micro machines is like, we need some of that heat for our itty bitty cars. Is there a relationship between fast talking and tiny cars? Because I, even though I don't think there like, truly is, right. yeah, it I feel does. Like and it, they, I feel like they're related. Like because I don't know. It just I feel like in this sort of, and I feel like I'm stepping. I now I'm on the temporal taint. Right. I entered into this mm-hmm. in reality, and now suddenly I feel like I'm entering this sort of fever dream that. You guys are in. Welcome yeah. to welcome to my madness. You're all yeah, here. <laughs> I know how I've gotten absorbed into it. But is I this do podcast f- actually happening, or am I just flatlining on an operating table? <laughs> uh, it's not your time yet. Turn away. <laughs> um, you have more work to do. You have to solve tiny, <laughs> tiny machines. If the micro I've machines guy them, was yeah. famous before the commercial, right? This show would just, be better, Jordan. God. Yeah, this show would be better if it was just that Reddit where people are coming out of anesthesia. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was a Reddit. 
Oh, it's Me a really neither. great one. Sounds okay, fun. so what, is, what do you okay. think about the Micro Machines guy? Because I know what you mean, Allison, Thank because you. the cars are small. Right. And when you talk fast, it makes the words small. Yes, everything gets compressed. Sure. Yeah, like a right. tiny Micro Machine. Exactly. Versus like talking slow. It's all loose and You should have gotten Tra- Tracy Chapman to endorse Micro Machines. Because oh, she had a yes. fast car? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, she worked cheap too. You just buy her a ticket to anywhere. <laughs> John Moshita Jr. is the man's name. Oh, is he alive or dead? Motormouth. He's alive and he's only 69 years old. He's not even particularly nice. old. Uh, he was also known as Motormouth John Moshita and the fast talking guy. <laughs> 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 he has many names. He was in Transformers the movie and Transformers the animated series. Hmm. And he was in the Guinness Book of World Records. He really was the fastest talking man in the world. Did, is there anything about Micro Machines on the wiki? Uh, it's, I'm yeah, assuming I mean, you're looking at Wikipedia. Yeah, it's a, I mean, he's known as the Micro Machines Man. He made his name in 1981 by reciting the lyrics to You Got Trouble from the Music Man. This guy is living my dream career. Wait, where did he make his name doing this? On the ABC show, That's Incredible. That's Incredible. Mm. Oh, that's perfect. T- t- things didn't really have to happen on TV for people to watch it back then. Mm-hmm. Like, um, if you... Did anybody see that documentary, Three Identical Strangers? I heard about it. I haven't it's, seen it. It's definitely one of those documentaries that people tell you about. It's one of those like ones where I, when I sat down to watch it, I feel like it had been described to me 10 times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, about these triplets who were like separated at birth and then found each other later in life. And they were, you know, around this time in the early 80s, they were like, you know, booked on every talk show. And- you know, they're kind of like these good looking Italian guys and they would just be on Donahue or whatever. And they would all cross their legs at the same time. And the audience would cheer for 12 minutes. <laughs> and it's like, this was just TV back then. Like, it would, you know, you could just recite the lyrics to the music man or cross your legs at the same time as two other guys and people would go nuts. I know that the point of your story is that uh, what we consider entertainment has truly changed. Mm-hmm. However, when you said they would all cross their legs at the same time, I actually physically like sat up straighter and made a little like huh, sound. Like apparently just hearing about it makes me excited. Wow. Okay, That's well. what I'm into. <laughs> You're into metal. I'm into twins that cross tri- triplets that cross their legs at the same time. Um, Allison, now that we've figured out Micro Machines. Yeah. Um, what else? What else is on your list of things? Okay. He has two albums. What? Are they really short? <laughs> they are. They're each 10 minutes long. <laughs> They're like singles, but it's a whole album. 20 tracks. <laughs> They're, the one is one minute versions of 10 classic novels. Oh, come on. And one is 10 minute versions, uh, one minute versions of, of 10 university subjects. Well, now I have to get these albums just out of curiosity. I mean, this guy, this guy got a, this guy got a spot on Adventure Time. Wow. <laughs> My fucking dream career. He's been yes. on Sesame Street, MathNet, and Adventure Time. Great resume. Great um, does, it, does it say what got him into fast talking? How did he find his passion? I mean, you got to figure 
he just got sped up and sped up. Yeah. And his father, he, his father was a slow talker, and he's like, <laughs> "I don't want your life. <laughs> I don't want to live that. <laughs> I'm not gonna be like you. I'm gonna be happy." Um. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I was listening to an episode where you guys were talking about uh, Christopher Guest and Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. And uh, Jesse, you said you've interviewed both of them. That's and true. you said that Jamie Lee Curtis, as her reputation would say, or something like that, is like the most, you know, radiant human being. Um, maybe, maybe you didn't say radiant. Did you say radiant? Does that sound like something you said? It does sound like something I would say. Okay. Fully believable. But I have never heard this about her. So but you the- just saw her as a steely-eyed killer? Kind of, yeah. Hmm. What about uh, a fish called Wanda? She plays, she plays some tough characters, some tough customers. Yeah. I'm a fan. I think she's sure, great. Love, yeah. I like her in tra- everything from trading places to Activia yogurt. I'm just saying, and I don't think I did it justice, what <laughs> you had said about her. The spectrum of acting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't think I, d- I recapitulated it perfectly, but- my understanding from listening was she's known as this like, like like she has a reputation as just being the most dazzling, radiant person in the whole world, especially in person. Is that true? Maybe it's not true. Maybe uh, maybe I retconned her reputation after I met her and she was so nice and dazzling. <laughs> I felt like everyone agreed with you, though, at the time. Well, I said it with conviction. Maybe. Maybe you just re- maybe you retconned their belief about her. Now it sounds like I'm trying to take a dig at her or something, and I'm absolutely not. I'm I don't more understand just saying, what your problem is with Jamie Lee Curtis. I, exactly. I, have I think no she's an issue. American treasure, and she's radiant. I think she's America's sweetheart, and I love her. I, in Did no way like, am I trying to take anything away. I'm just saying I yeah. just didn't. You know, no one let me know this is how we all feel about right. her. I think she. You know, she's having. Um, you know, she's kind of having a, a moment, uh, you know, with the young people because I guess she dresses up as like Tekken characters and goes to Comic Con, right? Young people oh, love wow. Tekken. <laughs> I did yeah, not know that. that. That rules. That's really cool. <laughs> anyway, so if you want to get, get the hearts and minds of young people, <laughs> and I mean, she won that dildo I, award and uh, everything everywhere all at once. Oh yeah, that's fine. Do I need to see that? Was yeah. that a spoiler? It's fine if it was. No, like it's spoilers. fine. It's fine if you know about the dildo award. Yeah, you should watch that. It's great. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm I'm sorry. I have a I have a I'm going to issue a correction. Okay. Um it looks like Jamie Lee Curtis went to didn't go to Comic-Con. She went to Evo, which is a, a big fighting game tournament dressed as Vega from Street Fighter. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize to uh the entire cast of Tekken. Uh, King, Nina, Shoyu, Hayachi, the whole gang. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I'm representing the listener who doesn't know what Tekken is. Oh, what is Tekken? Uh, it's a fighting game that's similar to Street Fighter. Okay. I thought, right. tech, I thought Tekken was like uh, Robotech. Oh, no. Uh, uh, um, common mistake. Well, what's like Robotech? Um, Neon, Genesis, suit. E- Neon ba- Genesis Evangelion? Thank you. Thank okay, you. great. So that's settled. <laughs> this all makes sense, right? <laughs> People can follow this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what we're listing here is things that you're horny for. Sure. Oh, yeah. 
Well, what's 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 more made of metal than a giant mech suit? Nothing. Yeah, let me, it's let kind me, of person shaped too, so that's a plus. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Would you be horny for my wife mm. if she was in a Gundam? Uh, I mean, <laughs> would you? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course I would. I'm in love with the woman. Sure, yeah. <laughs> She's not shooting missiles at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, she Allison, might any, shoot missiles at you. Anything else? Anything else on the on the docket that we need to discuss? Well, it seems like the writers' strike might be over. I know that you yeah. guys don't do breaking news, but right, I just that was actually my I jotted it down because I didn't want to forget. I was going to ask you before we started, but I'm glad that we're bringing this to the people. Yes, let's get some this let's relatable get some live, issue. Some yeah, live reactions. It yeah, it's true. Actually. Is that what's I, happening? Okay, I, uh, all the you know all the all the text chains blew up. Um, about, you know, 20 minutes before we started recording. And yeah, it looks like there's a, there's a tentative deal in the, uh, you know, ongoing writer's strike and, uh, yeah, you know, um, subject to change, of course, who knows what'll happen, but, uh, yeah, it looks like picketing is suspended for the moment. So no more picketing, um, which was actually kind of fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'll miss it. Maybe I'll, you know, just, just get out there for fun. Maybe I'll just get out there see if, <laughs> Tim Ticardo wants to walk around and shoot the shit and eat a piece of Costco pizza once a week. Are you fucking serious? There's no more picketing? Uh, I, yeah, so they suspended SAG, it. I saw something so saying SAG that for writers still, it's suspended. So, okay. so SAG will still pick it. And I, I think, just spent so much money on a giant inflatable rat. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesse, my God. Just throw a, listen, you could throw a, throw a pumpkin in his hands, get him out on the lawn oh, for Halloween. yeah. That's perfect. That's a oh, great idea. Allison, your uh your kids are Halloween crazy. Or yes. they were at one point. Elliot is Halloween crazy. It's already started. Are um for this year. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Has mm-hmm. the have you guys started yeah. Halloween prep? It's what? like September twenty fourth as we're recording. This. Yes. There's what like what are they gonna be? <laughs> uh the Jamie Lee Curtis one. Gosh. Um she they was have like a hollow- from Street Fighter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Make your kids be doll sim. That's the yoga guy. Um, they have like a Halloween advent calendar, which is just <laughs> sitting at the ready by the wow. front door for when we can begin the countdown to Halloween. Uh, Elliot constantly wants to look at Halloween stuff online. He's like run out of Halloween stores that he likes to Google and then look at things. and But- you know, he used to be totally fearless and maybe like a year for the last year or so, there are some things that scare him, but he still wants to look at all of it. But then he's like nervous about watching certain little right. videos of different animatronic toy. And you, and you know, I'm afraid of all of it. So <laughs> the fact that I have a child who is not afraid of like a Reagan from the exorcist doll is uh, baffling to me. My 12-year-old told me when we were walking the dog today that she loves Halloween because it's the best holiday because it's not stressful. So <laughs> Christmas is stressful. Oh. Halloween's not stressful. That's why it's the best. But she's dealing with the fact that she she wants to get a, a saw mask that costs seventy dollars, and she doesn't think she's going to get it, which I mm. hope that she doesn't. But we might have to. Um, 
I guess I'm, I have, I don't know a ton about the Saw franchise. I think I've seen one or two of the movies. What is a, what, what, what character is the mask of, or is it something where it makes it look like your head is stuck in some sort of insane trap that rips out your eyeballs with vacuums? I'm going to say Saw? <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm, I'm forgetting which, what Saw looks like though. It's like some kind of face trap. It is some kind of face trap. Okay. I remember the word trap being involved. The reason it costs $70 is because it's hand handmade by artisans. Ooh, artisans. I love those yeah. guys. This is like the kind of people that Jamie Lee Curtis goes to to get her dulcim costume. Yes. <laughs> Vega, <course>. Jesse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it was it was it was fun at first, but now you're Okay. <laughs> intentionally getting the name of the fighting game character that Jamie Lee Curtis dressed up as wrong and it's not fun anymore, okay? No one's laughing. This is the guy that sings uh, a l- a little bit of Monica in my life. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lou Vega. Louis- <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know he was in Street Fighter. A little bit of Blanca just by guy. my side. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of Cammy's all I need. This is fun. <laughs> so Jamie Lee Curtis dresses up as Lou Vega and then goes and sings Mambo Number no. 5 at Comic-Con? Yes. Yeah. Right there at Comic-Con. So. Well, no, well, now, we, now we clarified, it Allison, sense. it's not at Comic-Con. It's mm. a Dragon Con. <laughs> right. It's in Atlanta. <laughs> yes. Um, Jesse, do you think if, like, if the Saw mask doesn't happen, like, maybe she'll want to dress up as Saw Guerrera, Forrest Whitaker's character from Rogue One? Yeah, that seems likely. Mm-hmm. God, I would love I would love for any of my children to take an interest in dressing up as Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> right. Just, I don't care. It could be that, like, the, like, mystical superhero guy from Black Panther. Mm-hmm. It could be Charlie Parker. Um, A lot of good could, roles. <laughs> it could so be many the, good roles. It could be the the sidekick, the evil, the evil sidekick from Battlefield Earth. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if they want me to continue to love them, it should be Ghost Dog from movie right. Ghost Dog. The fucking movie rules. I watched Ghost Dog like a couple months ago again. I was like, yep, still fucking owns. Uh, have, those pigeons have, on the roof. You have three children. Yeah. How can not one of them want to dress as Forrest Whitaker? It seems crazy, right? Yeah, it, it does. It seems pretty bonkers. I it mean, there's a lot hard of- hard to wrap my head around. There's a lot of dangerous territory there, given that all three of my children are white. Mm-hmm. But I I think they could navigate it, you know. Yeah. I mean, you put that yeah. you you paint you paint that symbol onto a hoodie, and you get a samurai sword. All of a sudden, you're a fucking ghost dog. Get a, yeah. get a few dozen pigeons to fly around. And kids love Forrest Whitaker uh, ever since he dressed up as Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat at <laughs> WonderCon. <laughs> Yeah, one ki- one kid says, I, "What are you for Halloween?" I'm a king. The other kid says, "I'm the king of Scotland." <laughs> and then pushes down the first kid and takes all the candy. Yeah, uh, Allison, what do you do? You kids have costumes picked out? They do, and I am blanking on. It's always like I can't oh, blank I, man. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe I'm part of this kind of family now because it's not. It was not my choosing. 
Wait, a Halloween kind of family? The, yeah, the kind I of mean, family where Allison, we do a family costume. Allison, you moved mm-hmm. to Burbank. You knew what you were getting yourself into. Honestly, I was shocked that I moved to Halloween Central where everyone is like a below the line person who does special effects, who loves Halloween. This, this is Halloween Central. There's two Halloween spirit stores here. Um, so yeah, we now do family costumes and they're great. By the way, your family costumes are terrific. Everybody looks, looks great. You guys put a lot of TLC into them. They're a lot of fun. I always enjoy seeing the pics online. I'm just like, I'm a Halloween hater. So it is weird to me. I'm a conscientious objector (laughs) to, to this kind of fun and to fun in general. So it is weird to me that I've ended up in this. It's like the first year. that we did this, we were all, um, Ben and Holly characters. I don't know if you know Ben and Holly. It's, I, I, it's, it's not, it doesn't only exist on YouTube, but I think that's where we've seen it. It's an animated thing. And, uh, my mother-in-law just handed me my costume and I was like, great. And then last year, no. And then the year before that, it was like a pirate theme. And so I actually did put some effort into being like a pirate wench. And then Last year it was Adam's family and I was Morticia and I like did the makeup the best I could and did the whole thing. So I forget what I'm being forced into this year. My uh, mother is moving into a smaller place. Mm -hmm. And so I went to San Francisco and pulled stuff out of her basement. One of the things was big boxes of photographs. And so I've been going through all these photographs, trying to throw most of them away, you know, but save, save the good ones. And I ordered some photo albums for pictures of me from my childhood, of which there were many, many, many. And I'm like, I'm going to, while I was waiting for them to come, I'm like, I'm going to sort these photos. And I got a pile of like, oh, me and my friend Pete, a pile of my mom, a pile of my dad, um, a pile of zero to five, a pile of five to 10. And then something that merited an entire pile was different crazy ass fucking costumes. Nice. Just all, I would say 25 to 40% of the photographs of me before the age of 15 involve crazy costumes. Like what? All kind of shit. Fucking cactus, Harlequin. <laughs> a lot of times it's cactus. just, it's just like a pile of, I'll just be wearing 12 different costume elements. And then my friend Jody Scott will be standing next to me and he's just wearing like a, a giant's hat and a giant's jersey or something. And he's looking at me like, oh boy, this guy. Were you wearing him out of the house? Were you like wearing him to the... I think so. Yeah, I think I must have been. I mean, like, even my more, it took until I was 11, I would say, before I wore a normal child's clothing. You know what I mean? Like, before that, I was wearing fucking clothes my mom made and shit. Mm. All the pictures of me, I'm like, why does this six-year-old look like fucking... Don Henley in Miami Vice, if Don Henley in Miami Vice was wearing velvet pants, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like I'm wearing like an Aloha shirt, a white blazer and velvet pants. I mean, that sounds so cool though. Yeah, no, you could like, you could like, you know, you could roll up to a 
bar in Echo Park like that and mm-hmm. be the yeah. head of your the time. Of the, be the head of the place. Do you are you planning a, a crazy family costume already, Allison? We're we're about a month month and a little bit out of Halloween as we I know. record this. So I just texted my husband to find out because I'm like, I gotta find out what's happening this year. So he said, Elliot is the Grim Reaper. I forgot. He's been planning a Grim Reaper costume for a while. Owen and is a veterinarian. you guys are all going to be celebrities who have died this year. <laughs> oh. And he's going to be leading you around like the seventh they, seal. Right. It comes in threes. I think we should. Um, Owen is a veterinarian, which is what he's, he's announced he wants to be when he grows up. But he says he wants to be a pet doctor. And, and then, then and you and your husband are 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 both going to be dogs that dogs. were recently euthanized. <laughs> yes, all. Um, well, I'll have a clay paw still. Uh, yeah, clay paw still stuck to my hand. Um, okay. Uh, and then he said, "And we haven't chosen for us yet." Elliot decided on his the day after last Halloween and hasn't wavered. So apparently, gotta, Daniel and my costumes are up in the air. I want to be I, the um, mini machines guy. The micro machines guy. Yeah, I think, I think if you have a gr- if you have Grim Reaper, I would say get be other holiday guys. Uh, you know, Easter Bunny, Tooth Santa Fairy, Claus. Santa Claus. Yes. Is the Tooth Fairy a holiday guy? <laughs> yeah, sure. For someone who lost their tooth, yes. <laughs> International Tooth Day. Sure. Yes. Allison, uh, did you know that? Yeah. Did you know that my wife takes my children's teeth out of their heads while they sleep? What? <laughs> my children get mad because their teeth are loose, and so my wife tells them that if they go to sleep, she'll take them out while they sleep, and she's done it three times. Okay, I have a thousand questions. I wish I had answers for you, Allison. Do you it have terrifies any answers? me. Do you have any answers for this? I mean, I'll just start with my questions, even though I think we all know what they are. Uh, your kids sleep through this? Through this okay, so rogue dental surgery? Like, I have to say, all three of my children are neurodivergent, and they each have their own sensory issues and concerns. They each have a colorful relationship with their body in different ways. And I think that for my younger two children, who are the ones who have done this, I think, both of them are willing to let the situation get really intense because they can't bear to take it out of them their head themselves. But usually they just fall out. Eventually. But they but have but strong roots. That's what they, they say. They can't bear taking it out Mm -hmm. and they can't bear having it loose. Both of those are horrible nightmares. So I get it. So that's why they need to be, that's why they need to be like full anesthesia. Right. They're like, knock me out, doc. Nothing local. But instead it's just your wife sneaking in while they sleep. Sneaking into their fucking bedrooms. Is, Are there, is there a tool being used or are these just her fingers? I think she's just fingering in there. I would love, I mean, I mean, it could be like, it could be, you know, those kind of like chomper pliers. Yeah. Maybe she uses those chomper pliers. You know, those little things you used to like get a tea bag out. You could do one of those. That's a a gentler gentler apparatus. And then we get the last of the tea out of the teeth too. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) And then you seep the teeth. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, you guys want to take a little break and uh, seep the teeth and then come back for some more? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective, here with a solo break session. Yeah! This is the place where we like to say a big thank you to everybody who has gone to MaximumFun.org slash join and supported this show and all the great shows on MaximumFun.org. Those folks can treat themselves to some lovely bonus content, episodes of Shooting the Breeze, me and John Hodgman's Cheese podcast, uh, Stash Rules Everything Around Me, our Burt Reynolds recap podcast. We got live shows, all kinds of good stuff up there for everyone who supports Maximum Fun by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. We also want to say a big thank you this week to nuts.com. Oh yeah, I am. I'm just cuckoo bananas about nuts.com. Here's what they do. They mail you snacks, delicious snacks, cashews, almonds, pecans, pistachios, dried mango, crystallized ginger, dates, jelly beans, jawbreakers, root beer barrels. The variety is vast at nuts.com. They got all kinds of good stuff there at nuts.com. Jesse and I, we're both nuts about the bourbon pecans and the dried organic mango. It's your one-stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruit, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Their wide selection means there is something for everyone. I love uh, having a bag of nuts.com snacks around the house. Uh, Make sure I don't get the hungries in the middle of the day. I keep some nuts.com snacks in my car in case I get the hungries while I'm driving. You can shop a la carte anytime or opt in to hassle-free auto deliveries so you never run out of your favorite items. And if you're already stocked up at home, they also sell directly to businesses. Right now, nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at nuts.com slash jjgo. So go check Check out all the delicious options at nuts.com slash jjgo. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's nuts.com slash jjgo. Uh, we're also sponsored this week by ZipRecruiter. These folks are awesome. They have been supporting jjgo for gosh knows how long. It's a shame that they want to be associated with this program, but we're glad that they do. Here's what you do over there at ZipRecruiter. You find good people. I want to give a shout out to everybody whose job it is to hire from those small business owners growing their team to the HR directors hiring hundreds across the nation. You've got one of the toughest jobs there is. But what if I were to tell you that there's something that can make your whole hiring process faster and easier it's ZipRecruiter. They've got powerful technology that works for you to identify people whose skills and experiences match your job. It invites top candidates to apply to your job so they're more likely to appear sooner. 
Hiring heroes, let ZipRecruiter make your job easier. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. And hey, while we're here in this break session, I also want to remind you that Youth Group, the graphic novel that I made with the great Bowen McGurdy, is up for pre-order now. You can do that at bit.ly slash youthgroupbook. It is a spooky horror comedy, uh, perfect for spooky season. Of course, it comes out next year, so you won't get it for spooky season, but you can get a nice spooky feeling by pre-ordering bit.ly slash youthgroupbook or uh, check out the show notes. Uh, You'll find that link there too. And hey, uh, if you're looking for a live event, Jesse and John Hodgman are on the road with the Judge John Hodgman podcast. It's a blast to see the show live. To find out if they are coming to your town, go to MaximumFun.org slash events. All right, back to the show. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. A Jordan Morris boy detective. Allison Rosen, taint sitter. On John Moshita Jr.'s Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. yeah. it's very well organized. At the top, it's got kind of a summary, Guinness Book of World Records, et cetera, et cetera. Then there's three other sections. Bottom section, audio recordings. That's about his two albums. Above that, other television work. It's just a list of credits. The only other section, and it's the largest section, is FedEx commercial. Mm. There's no mention of the Micro Machines commercials in this entire article other than saying he's the Micro Machines man and Micro Machines being in the list of brands he's endorsed. Wild, wild that, um, you know, wild that such a such a huge moment in a, from our childhoods is, you know, unimportant in the grand scheme of things. Do you Do think you f- he had it struck from his page because he doesn't want to be typecast? Could be. I wonder. I wonder if, like, I've found myself wondering if there's, like, some sort of beef between John Mashuda Jr. and uh, the Micro Machines company, and he, he's, he's in there editing his own page. Oh, could be. It's what, incredible. What do you think the beef is over? He's like, make the cars big. <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Are Micro Machines still around? Are those things that either of your kids ask for? I haven't no. seen Micro Machines. Oh, but they're back. What? Think big, play small. Oh my God, finally. I'm so glad they're back. So ah. they're just small cars. That's what they are. I've never actually seen them. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, basically, basically just Hot Wheels, but Hot Wheels, but itty bitty. Like how itty bitty? Like the size of a quarter? Uh, I would say swallowable. Yeah. Well, maybe, Very easily swallowable. Yeah. I would just take them down by the handful as a kid. Just eat them like nuts. I'm not going to lie you- to you guys. I searched for micro machines mm-hmm. and I found the website with the pictures of the little boxes of micro machines. Mm-hmm. I just want fucking micro machines. Yeah. I mean, they were fun. They sound pretty cool. I have to take your word for it. I never got any. God damn Do it. the doors open and stuff? Because I was never into sure. cars like 
yeah. little cars or anything or even big cars. However, I do when I've seen other people's little model cars, I enjoy when the doors open and the steering yeah. wheel like turns a little bit and I that think, is exciting. You know, I think so. I think as a as a as a kid who loved to, you know, uh fiddle with stuff. And I'm an adult who loves to fiddle. I'm a proud fiddler. Um, I think opening and closing the little micro machine trunk was very satisfying. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. Wait a minute, though. What kind of fiddling are we talking about? Because I've never, I don't love the experience of being around ardent, ardent fidgeters because right. it makes me like, stop doing that with your hand. But I've never <laughs> sure. felt that way around you. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Mm-hmm. I, I think... Um, uh, yeah, I'm certainly not working on it. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fidgeter and, um, you know, love to click a pen, love to mess with a rubber band. Ooh, yeah. Um, if you have, if you have a paper clip, do you have to undo it? Oh, like, absolutely. Okay. Ooh, yeah, you must. You can't leave those clips as is. You gotta make no. those no. guys straight. You're an snaky. agent of chaos. Mm-hmm. That's right. It seemed- it Just seems cruel that when when you are joker. unfolding a paperclip mm-hmm. that you can't get to straight because that last mm-hmm. curve mm. makes it an S and you can't get it out no matter what you do. Mm-mm. It's too tough. That's okay. Right. When something momentous happens to you, like you talk your way into a FedEx commercial that wins a Clio Award, the Academy Award of Commercials, and wow. changes your life. <laughs> a Clio? Pretty soon, you're the announcer on a 90s version of Hollywood Squares. Uh, give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or just send us a uh, voice memo, jjgo at maximumfun.org. This person did that, and here is that. Hi, it's Christy in Baltimore, and I just saw the best ice cream truck on the streets here of Baltimore. It is Al Pacino ice cream. No context, no other pictures, no anything, just Al Pacino ice cream. I've sent a pic as well. Enjoy. And I have a pic for you guys that yeah, I'm let's sending see this. Let's right see this now pic. in the chat. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it just says Al Pacino ice cream. Wow. It's just no a pic- regular ice cream truck. Yeah. It- it's not a branded, it's not, it, it's just a, uh, it just has pictures of soft serves on the side. That is w- wild. And just, and, and no, and it, uh, maybe what I was expecting is, you know how ice cream trucks will have like bootleg SpongeBob, bootleg Minions, bootleg Frozen. I was just expecting all of the great Al Pacino characters to be kind of like crudely painted on the side. Yeah. Um, you know, scent of a woman guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, the devil from the devil zone. These are his best roles. Sure. <laughs> um, it really is just a, like where it says Al Pacino ice cream, it just, it looks like they made it with word art in Microsoft Word. I mean, it is, this is a, this is absolutely fucking wild. Say hello to my little treats. <laughs> now we're talking. Thank you, Jordan. You're welcome. Um, yeah, it, I mean, I guess it's possible that just there's another guy named Al Pacino who went into the uh, ice cream business. But it doesn't say Al Pacino's ice cream, which also would be confusing. <laughs> Allison, that's an amazing point. And yes, that's a very important distinction. It is Al yeah. Pacino ice cream. Right. Let me 
Let me bring up one other copy editing point. And I'm glad that you brought up copy editing, Allison. I always find a way to work it in. In So it says Al Pacino ice cream in several places on this otherwise entirely generic ice cream truck. Each of the places where it says it, the A and P in Al Pacino are capitalized, as is the I in ice cream, but there's a lowercase oh, c yeah. for cream. That Chaos. bothers me. What are their rules of... What is going on? No respect for cream. <laughs> no ice cream style guide, clearly. Right. <laughs> this is not check AP the Bible. guidebook. No. Take it from New York's Funniest Reporter. <laughs> That's right. I got to go back to this photo. Which of, the, uh, which of the treats on this thing are you guys going for? If Al Pacino <sighs> ice cream pulls up, pulls up on your block. Mm. They got speakers, waffle cones. Spe- speakers are tinkling. I think I'm going with cream slush. I don't even know what that is. I am zooming in. Oh. Wow. Single cones, slushies, cream slush, waffle cones, sundaes. The sundaes, the writing is huge if we're really going to talk about fonts. Yeah, that's true. It's much bigger than the others. Yeah. I guess if, if like you're someone who is like bothered by like fonts, there's no greater... Nightmare to you than an ice cream truck. Yes. <laughs> That's a really good point. Or like bathroom wall graffiti. Snowballs. Are you going snowball, Jordan? Uh, I think I am going. Uh, I'm going dip cone. There is a a version of a you know of a of a kind of a Dairy Queen dip cone on here that looks that looks great. Um, I am looking at Al Pacino's IMDb here. Not a lot of movies you can ice cream pun. Uh, I'm really disappointed. Um, yeah, Dog Day Afternoon, Dog Day After Scoop, maybe, Serpico, Scoopico, who boy, they really, I mean, there's an opportunity here, but, um, you know, I think if you just pick a, an actor who has some more, you know, ice creamy rolls, um, you know, that would, it, it would work a lot better. There is no information on the entire internet about this completely banana situation <laughs> other than someone named Katie who posted a picture of it on Instagram. This is a complete mystery. Western Virginia is where this is. Do but it's got other, Maryland but plates. But also in Baltimore. Baltimore, because your caller said they were in Baltimore and they thought, do other ice cream trucks have names on them? Does anyone know? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I know that. I don't like, think so. I guess the only other like ice cream truck brand I can think of is like Good Humor. Like that's a branded thing. But yeah, there, I guess I can't remember like the name of my childhood ice cream truck. Right. My the ice cream trucks around here all would all be uh, like Spanish language nouns. You know what I mean? Like you know, I can't think of a good one, but. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, what are the Just good the nouns? Something. Name Los one Globos. good. Name They're one called, called good Los, noun. Los Globos, the balloons. Right. Not a, not a fan. Not a fan of nouns. Yeah. Really? You don't like people, places, or things? Or according to Elliot, who in first grade, they're learning about nouns versus proper nouns, which I don't think I learned that then. But anyway, he said a noun is a person, place, or thing, or animal. Mm. It's like that. That's not how the, how I learned it. Interesting. Yeah. I, hadn't I mean, heard yes, that an either. animal is a noun, but that wasn't part of the definition. Oh, interesting. Um, 
Hmm. Fuck, fuck, Guys, fucked up what they're teaching kids in school these days. <laughs> I can't believe. I'm in a homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> over that. I can't believe that there's a fucking ice cream truck called Al Pacino ice cream. There's no fucking mention of it on the entire internet. That's why this is out of control. We're breaking this. This is a this is why this is you know, I'm man, here's my ice cream pun. This is a scoop. Go to Facebook.com oh, slash Jordan Jesse Go. Matt's gonna share this picture. It's gonna blow your fucking mind. It's a regular ice cream truck. It just says Al Pacino <laughs> ice cream. There's no pictures of Al Pacino or anything. It's wild. It's wild. Um, and you know, yeah, thanks to our caller. We're we're bringing it to the world. You guys are in on this so early that mm-hmm. it hasn't yet gotten to the internet. I do believe this will be trending. How? What do you think? Like forty-eight hours, seventy-two hours. Yeah, I think hours? we're taking this international. Right, ninety-six. Matt, stay up all night editing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Put it out as soon as possible because the people need to know before you get scooped. Your scoop gets exactly. Scooped. Yes, cannot yeah. have our scoop scooped. Do you think we're, we could we're get live a, streaming this right now? So. Oh, good. Okay, great. A few. What so, do you yes. think it would cost to get our name on an ice cream truck? Oh, good question. I would. I mean, name fine. I would rather <laughs> whoever paints the <laughs> bootleg Sonics. I want them to paint us yeah. in the style of bootleg Sonic. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. But I'm just talking about just pure. Let's say we want to make a ice cream truck that's called Allison Rosen ice cream. Sure. What yeah. do you think you got to offer? You have my attention. What do you think <laughs> um, you got to offer to the guy who's driving Los Globos? I don't know. Like maybe $600. No, it's got to be more than that. It's going to cost $2,000. It's going to cost $300 just to put it on there. Los Globos is a trusted brand too. So, you know, he's got to, you know, work Pivot. to- He's pivoting. Yeah, he's got to work to build back up the business. What do you got? Well, and then you have to consider like- how much advertising is it worth, you know? Right. For me personally. How many downloads are you getting? Right. From an ice how cream many <laughs> how many people choose what podcast to listen to based on an ice cream truck? Sure. <laughs> if it if it turns out it's a ton, what do you think? Like four thousand dollars? I feel like that's right. a payday for yeah. them. Yeah. Sure. You know what would happen if I tried to negotiate this? It would be mm-hmm. like when I sold my car to the guy who owns the record store. And it needed some repairs. And I agreed. I'm like, we'll find out what the repairs cost and I'll take it in record store credit. And then it turned out to be $700. So now I have $700 in record store credit. It would be like that. Cool. I'd agree. I know it's fun. Uh, But I would agree to give the guy $5,000 as long as I got $2,000 in ice cream credit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's like a, now that's like a lifetime worth of ice cream, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, let's talk about it for a second. You're oh, no, at- Jesse does. Jesse does. Jesse had a period at least where he was uh, ice cream every day. Yeah, I've had already had still some there? ice cream today. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty much every day. I mean, I actually didn't eat any ice cream the whole time I went to London, uh, which is how and I know I'm not addicted to ice cream. I know, right? I got home and yeah. I was... Mom, 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 mom. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have any Magnums or Cornettos? You know what? I was... It, it, in the international terminal of Heathrow, when you're leaving, mm-hmm. there's like a big uh, 
the the word for it it's like a special terminal where everybody sits together a uh, clusterfuck mm-hmm. there's a giant <laughs> fucking shit storm that you have to sit in for a while before you can go to your gate and when they assign you they you go through a little passport control thing and you're in this sort of you're in this like sad holding pen uh right before you get on the plane and in that holding pen there's two vending machines mm-hmm. one of them had magnums and i was like Oh, wow. I got to buy myself an ice cream bar. Guess which one fucking was not accepting cards. Oh my God. Probably the Magnum. What? It was dark days. It was dark fucking days. Al Pacino accepts cards. Yep. You know, you know, Al Pacino accepts cards, whatever. Yeah. He'll, you know, he'll let, he'll, he'll let you get them back. I bet. $4,000 $4,000 seems right, Allison. It seems right. Jesse, what flavor did you have today? I had a uh, mint chip today. Uh, I worked my way through. A classic. You know what? I, I, I was getting too many calories because what I figured out is that I could make, it, I had chocolate chip cookie dough flavor, which isn't generally my favorite flavor, mm-hmm. but um, uh, the Tillamook brand, which is my preferred brand, they got small chocolate chip cookie doughs. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're not big globs. They're, they're little roundies, like gumball sized. And I figured out that you could make a milkshake with that, with malt powder in it. You can make a malted of chocolate chip cookie dough. And it was so good that I had milkshakes three days in a row. And I was like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) It's supposed to be a 280 calorie situation, not a 880 calorie situation, daily ice cream guy. So I had to, I had to give that up, switch to mint chip, mint chip satisfying in a small amount. Got it. Wow. What do you, what are you having? Well, today, today, I don't know if ice cream is going to be in, in, you know, on the menu today. But if it were, okay, so I recently did a taste test of praline pecan and butter pecan. Mm. And also, I haven't decided whether I say pecan, 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 pecan praline, praline. That's a whole yeah. pronunciation minefield, this ice taste cream, is cream. I don't know. <laughs> I say is cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can, um, <laughs> we can put this to bed. Is cream. <laughs> praline pecan, again, not, not sold on how I say it. Was like my favorite ice cream as a kid, and mm. I had not had it in a long time. That's an interesting we, uh, kid choice. That strikes me as uh, as as an older person's ice cream choice. Yeah, that seems hmm. like a grandpa's favorite. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Really? It's so sweet, though. Oh wait, I'm changing it. A grandma's favorite. Thank you. <laughs> Grandpa likes um, Rocky Road. Yeah, no, I'm not a Rocky Road fan. I'm more of a, I like grandma ice creams, I guess. I don't know. So anyway, I revisited. Your favorite flavor is Werther's Originals. <laughs> that actually does have a similar flavor to praline pecan. So anyway, I think that that might still be my favorite. I veered and then now I'm back. How was the butter pecan? I had pecan? to choose. So it was also good, but the praline pecan, the base is vanilla. The mm-hmm. butter pecan, the base is like a, pecan flavored ice cream this word i'm going to say it six thousand times the ice cream is actually like nut flavored and then the praline pecan has like ribbons of caramel in it 
ribbons. Butter pecan is just like nut flavored ice cream with sweet nuts inside. This ice cream sounds nuts. <laughs> yeah. Guys. I thought of another grandma ice cream. Oh, what is it? Price is right. Dietet- <laughs> dietetic Brocks. <laughs> oh. Or Tofuti. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think the ultimate grandma ice cream might be rum raisin. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go. All right, class. Tomorrow's exam will cover the science of perfect pitch, the history of pride flags, and speedrunning video games. Any questions? Ah, yes. You in the back. Uh, what is this? It's the podcast Let's Learn Everything, where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom. I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella. I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? <laughs> no. <laughs> obviously not. No. It's a podcast. La, la, la. Hi, I'm Stacey Molsky, Director of Business Operations, and I'm here with my fellow worker-owner, Richard Roby, producer. This week for Co-Optober, we'll be highlighting other co-ops who work in the arts. The past few years have been challenging for all kinds of creative industries. We at MaxFun believe that co-ops are better suited to meet these challenges, and there are a lot of other companies who feel the same way. So all this week on our social media and website, we'll be sharing interviews with some of our fellow co-ops. And head to our YouTube channel, Friday, October 20th, where we'll be talking with worker owners from Defector and Stocksy about their co-ops and why the model works for them. And next week is Volunteer Week. Learn how you can participate in that and get details on exclusive merch, our live streams, and other Co-Optober happenings at MaximumFun.org slash Co-Optober. That's C-O-O-P-T-O-B-E-R. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Rosen, grandma ice cream lover. You nailed that. I, nothing has ever been nailed so hard as when you identified rum raisin. As Thank you. The classic grandma ice cream. I felt like you, you nailed it so hard. I felt like an asshole for having suggested anything else. Like, mm. fuck me. You know what I mean? You know what beats it, though, is a $10 check and a birthday card. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's my favorite grandma yes. ice cream flavor. Yes. Um. But Jesse, if you had not said what you said, I wouldn't have g- eventually gotten to rum raisin. So don't beat yourself up. We got there together. We got we there did. together. We did get there together. Uh, hey, okay. Can I, I tell you one? We go all. <laughs> it's from my, uh, I'm starting a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is like the 11th hour and maybe you guys are trying to end, but I do have a quick story oh, no, let's, question. No, listen, to, I, okay. listen, Allison, I'm going to be up for another five hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm asleep right now. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> let's go, baby. Let's pull some the teeth, baby. Month. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say pour some teeth? <laughs> pull some teeth. <laughs> okay. Put some, pull put and some, pour put some teeth. Ste- yeah. Put some teeth in a pot. <laughs> Boil up some water. Right. Daddy's podcast until four. <laughs> I'm daddy. Right. I thought you're Mountain Zaddy. 
Oh, yeah, we should. We'll figure that out. We'll decide okay. on one. So anyway, I don't always like to share stories about my mom and my sister because they are private people. Sure. But I think this one's going to be okay. All right. So we had all decided, in fairness to me, this decision was made like right after my dad's funeral. So I feel like in the same way, you're not supposed to like make a big life decision until at least six months after, like don't get any tattoos, don't get a perm. I feel like I shouldn't be held to the decision. We made a decision. <laughs> they always that- say never get a perm at your father's <laughs> funeral. <laughs> don't get a perm when you're mourning. You will regret it. Um, so we all made the decision to go somewhere to a, uh, go on like a little trip for Thanksgiving And as we're getting closer to Thanksgiving, I'm realizing that is not really in my family's budget, especially because, and this is not a funny or exciting story. It's just my own personal hell. We are incurring a huge amount of um, plumbing expenses because- Of your giant poops. (laughs) I knew it would would catch up to me one day. No, we're having, (laughs) we're in the midst of a plumbing nightmare and- Amazingly, it's not like poop water backing up into the house. It's not even shit related. It's like a leaky pipe situation that's going to somehow cost between, you know, 2000 or like $17,000. Uh, and they hello. won't know. Hello, is this, is this the plumber? My poops are too big. <laughs> we oh, see that hi, all the is, time. This I'll is Allison there in Rosen and her husband. <laughs> and their children. Um, is this the plumber? We have big poops. Giant. That are, yeah. They're too big for this, the septic mm-hmm. system. No, again, has nothing to do with poop. It has everything to do with uh, pipes that are leaking. And therefore we have to like rip out the floor and the subfloor. And there's a joist involved of our bathroom. Oh, Not boy. the point. The point is we can't go on this trip. And I have been nervous to tell my mom and my sister. Uh, but today I, I just, I texted them and I, I felt like it was a very reasonable text. And if they still want to go, I totally understand. And if they don't, like we're happy to host Thanksgiving at our place. However, I have not gotten a response yet, Mm. but instead my mom texted me something completely unrelated to what I said. Is that a total... Okay, Jesse is backing up. Yeah. So you this got left this on is, red. This is tough. This yes. Is fraught. Yes. You got sidestepped. I, what a fucking power move from my own mother and my own sister. They need time to scheme against you. What was the unrelated thing? It was just her telling me about a doctor's appointment she has coming up and letting me know when it's going to oh, be. Oh, that's important. Oh boy. So, but if you have to go in her stead, you'll need to know what's happening. (laughs) Hello, it's me, my own mom. Time for my doctor's appointment. Hello, is this the doctor's office? Oh, it's me, Allison's mom. My poops are normal sized. (laughs) (laughs) The crazy thing is that you'd think that I would have inherited normal sized poops, (laughs) but I think giant giant poops are dominant. It's on the father's side. It's on the father's (laughs) side. Right, I guess so. Yeah, I I do I do feel sentimental every time. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> goodbye, do Dad. I... You say. <laughs> and then I yeah. flush goodbye. Your father passed away. Um, Be- not beautiful, long ago. Sim- beautiful symbolism. I know, but poops are forever. So, yes. <laughs> do I say to them, 
just double checking that you got my text because that's what I'm thinking. Like my mom was conceivably thinking about her, you know, upcoming medical stuff. Sure. And she like didn't cause like, no, you, you absolutely know. cannot do that. Allison. Okay. I just let it, I just leave you're, it. You're jumping it into, go. you're jumping into the tiger's jaws. If you play that you're game, right. you're you gotta right. Play it cool. Okay. They got the text. So I just do nothing. You're They're right. scheming you. They need time to scheme against you and your family. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. They need to coordinate their response. And the truth is, you want the response coordinated because otherwise all hell's going to break loose. You're right. Otherwise, I'm fighting a war on two exactly. fronts. You only want to have I one want front. I want a concentrated. God, that has been my fear. My fear is the lack of response means there is coordination afoot but 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 you're right if there's coordination because i guess you don't you don't want to have to it's going to be like uh uh sag the wga and the motion picture and television producers when it's going in three directions everybody's all mixed up right we might need your inflatable rat after all. I'm already, I'm already yeah. inflating it on your mom's lawn. <laughs> Allison <song>. Rosen, <laughs> unfair to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I just can't believe there. <laughs> Refuses to bring hot dish. <laughs> yeah. How's Drew Carey's bank account? He's going to have to foot this Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to Bob's Big Boy for Thanksgiving. Ooh, that yeah. sounds fun, actually. Yeah, that does sound like a good time. <laughs> It's an insider, fun insider thing. Uh, Drew Carey, uh, while the writer's strike was going on, was picking up everybody's tab at um, Bob's Big Boy and a similar diner, Swingers, uh, if you just brought in your WGA card so you could have a meal at either of those places on uh, good old Drew Carey. Yeah. Th- what a guy. That's that's the uh, uh, that's the money, Drew, when it comes to show business, Drews. Right. Are there... Is there a Drew with less money? Is there a cheapskate no, Drew? No, I, I, what I mean is that's where, that, that's where the, that's the good Drew. There's another Drew's less is good. There a- with restrikes. Oh. Uh, sure. But of she, a famous Hollywood family. Are we not going to say her name? She did. Drew Barrymore, did. Uh, to her credit, uh, was uh, thinking about bringing her show back during the strike and then uh, backed off. Uh, so good for her. And then following that, fellow humanitarian Bill Maher did the same. Yes, another wonderful man. Yes. <laughs> always, if there's someone another who's- radiant man. Who's always listening, growing, and changing, it's Bill Maher. He, Bill Maher who, did who the know, work. He knows he doesn't have all the answers. And yeah. What is life but a ballet of change? <laughs> Bill Maher says- <laughs> I'm taking- I'm quoting Bill Maher. I'm quoting one of the new rules. I'm taking mm. time. <laughs> I'm taking time to listen. Yes, exactly. I'm. I don't mm-hmm. want to fill space anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm. S- you teach me. I'll just be over here listening, growing, and writing Islamophobic jokes in a little notebook to say later. <laughs> Allison Rosen's podcast. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, she also has the podcast Childish with our friend Greg Fitzsimmons. Greg yeah. Fitzsimmons. Um, she has a brand new Patreon podcast, uh, and it, and like we said, fifth anniversary of her book. I think you came on this show to promote that book five years ago. Oh, wow. Has it been that long? I think you're right. 
Although most recently I came on when someone's momentous occasion was about a baked potato. It's etched yeah, into so my memory. Two important things in <laughs> yeah, here. Exactly. But yes, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me is going to be re-released in November for the five-year anniversary. And I have written five new essays and oh, I feel good about them. That's perfect. That's the number of years that it, it's been since it's come I out. I know. It's a crazy I've, coincidence. Uh, I've given the book as a gift a few times and it's always a hit. Um, it's it's terrific. Uh, people love it and uh, a great a great gift maybe for that's a holiday so season that's yes. coming up. I don't know. I don't know. For Halloween. For Halloween. Yes. Even though it's coming out after. <laughs> a belated Halloween gift. Thanksgiving. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh Allison Rosen, always a joy. Matt Lieb is our producer. Uh Brian Sunny D. Fernandez, our producer emeritus. Our theme music, Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Uh, we will see you on social medias, uh maximumfun.reddit.com, uh at Jordan David Morris and at put.this.on on Instagram, uh Facebook.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Check me out on Goodreads. Check out Jordan on Goodreads, baby, because Jordan's got a new book in the pipeline. He's going to need you to check him out there. Yeah. So you can check out all his reviews. That's so you right. Can review yeah. bomb his new book when it yes, comes out. in a good way. A good in kind a good of way. review bombing. <laughs> a, a positive review Not bomb. Not what you would do to a Brie Larson movie, but <laughs> what no, you would do to... My and upcoming book, uh, I can I can say it now. Youth group, it's uh, you can quick click want to read there on uh, Goodreads and oof. pre-order it wherever you pre-order your books. Oh my gosh! Exciting, exciting, exciting! Come out and see me on the road if you're on the East Coast uh, or in the Midwest. Uh, I'm headed out on tour with Hodgman VanFreaksRoadshow.com. Okay, that's enough. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun. A worker-owned network. Of artist-owned shows. Supported. Directly. By you.